Super Talk Mississippi media production. In Mississippi, with our ever-changing weather, termites and household pests can disrupt your family life and take a toll on your home. Call Family Termite and let us help protect your home. 601-933-1014. Or reach us at www.family-termite.com. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Good, Good morning, coastal Mississippi. Come on in, Kyle. Let's talk for just a second. Um, as you and I were talking just before the show started, you know, the models still show there's at least some possibility that one, maybe two, uh, tropical systems could be in the Gulf, um, in the next, you know, five to seven days. And it, it, we're, we're still several days away from really understanding whether there's going to be any threat to coastal Mississippi. So people should not be concerned, but as you and I continue to tell people, it's just time to just know what your plan is going to be. I, I mean, that's the basic message, isn't it? it? It is. And not to make too much of a joke out of everything, but can you imagine the run on toilet paper if there's two hurricanes? <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting time we're in. And, of course, then there's another system that's coming off of the Alpha of Africa as we speak, which will be designated another invest, I'm sure, pretty soon. So we're in an active part of the season, as I have been saying, as you have been saying for several weeks now. We may be dodging them, so just strap on your seatbelts and have your plan. Basic message, right, buddy? It, it is, and it's not really a time to go out and panic shop. It might be a time, if you're going to the grocery store this weekend, to pick up an extra item or two, yeah. get a gallon yeah. of water to put in the pantry and just leave it there. You know, just little things here and there so you don't have to go bulk shopping at the last minute. Yeah, I mean, with the you know with the requirements for during the pandemic for face mask and social distancing and all that, Ann's doing the same thing. My wife Ann is... When she goes to uh, Sam's, she's going to pick up a few extra items, and and we're just going to, you know, stuff that's non-perishable. We'll have it ready in case we need it, and it'll be there for the rest of the season. So, anyway, hey, we're got we're about to move over to Hunter Dawkins, who's the president and owner of uh, the Gazebo Gazette in uh, in Coastal Mississippi over in Pascasham. But before we move for him, we've got actually a really important job fair coming up for next week. Tell us about that. Yeah, that job fair is coming up uh, September 2nd, and it's going to be huge million dollars worth of jobs coming up, and we're talking about it on all six of our radio stations across the Telesouth Gulf Port location. Um, The heaviest publicized job fair coming if there's uh, employers out there looking for jobs, looking for employees, just email jobfair at telesouth.com. And you'll get all the information. It's coming up uh, September second, and it's going to be a huge job fair. It's at the mall, right? Yes, it is at the mall, Edgewater Mall. I'm actually. Uh, I think we're going to do Coast View live from there that day, so that that ought to be interesting. Yeah, that is going to be interesting. I, I'm waiting to figure out how to set that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, thank thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. So uh, let's move on over to Hunter. Hunter. I have a lot of admiration for you because as you and I were talking about offline, um, 
you know, there's so much noise on the national stage from a media perspective. There's no way to even begin to sort through that. The real, the real meat on the bones is local news. What's happening in your local community? You are so dedicated to that cause, aren't you? Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Ricky. I appreciate having me on. And, uh, you know, now, as you can see in my background, I'm in my new office. I got the new printer. You know, I got a little bit of this and a little bit of that that I've been trying to put together for years, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I certainly appreciate, you know, reaching out to you guys. And, and I certainly agree with you. All news nowadays is local news. And that's the most important for everybody. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a it's a tough environment because it's a tough environment anyway. Yes, uh, but it's especially tough because of the pandemic. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that for sure. Hey, you heard us talking about the tropical season and all the estimates that we're gonna have a, a hyperactive season. Certainly, that's already been the case. Uh, what are you hearing from your, the people that you that you associate with? Well, of course, as you know, down here in Pascrishan and Long Beach and the west side of Harrison County. We've had the most devastating the last, you know, what, 50 years, at least from Hurricane Camille, Hurricane Katrina, you know, a number of other large hurricanes that come in here and just wreak havoc. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, concern, obviously, but, uh, you know, it's I think for the most part, most of the community is feeling like, well, you know, it's either, you know, we're going to get right on board with it or it's, you know, it's pretty scary. So, yeah. Hey, so, um, you know, I look back at my career, if there's a defining moment in my career, if there's a defining moment for me, just in terms of understanding the role that a newspaper plays in a community, it was, it was for sure. Hurricane Katrina. Um, and it and was congratulations still, I know it happened a long time ago, but Thank y'all! Thank y'all for your coverage and all that back then. It was uh, it was something that was award winning and, and definitely deserved every bit of of the press that it got. So well, I appreciate it. Um, and we'll we'll talk about the Gazebo Gazette and the interesting press that it got. Uh, books have been written about it, but yeah, I mean, it was a defining moment because you 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 know the internet it was here obviously, but when people don't have computers because they were all destroyed. The printed newspaper was just critical. And what we learned was that when people are empowered with information, unbiased information, where editorial points of view are separated from yeah. the actual news, and, and there's, a, there's rigor involved in making sure that the information that's being shared is, is as accurate and unbiased as it possibly can, that when you do that, that it helps keep democracy viable. It gives, it helps give people the information so they can be involved in the democratic process. That's what that's what you're all about, isn't it? Yes, sir. You know, I had written a few editorialized uh, editorial, at least for the newspaper, but also to I've stressed importantly in certain articles that there were studies that have been done, accurate figures that said communities that get involved with community community newspapers, there's an overwhelming majority of the accurate and the quality decisions that those those communities make. And uh, that's not just from basic, you know, crappy stat, stats. That's from your, your, you know, medicine stats, your scientific stats and things as such. So, so it's so interesting to me that to, to think back about the Gazebo Gazette. 
Because I remember here, here, here we are in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. You know, Pastor Chansman's literally wiped off the face of the earth. Sure. And then uh, here is this little town square that starts to spring up and all these volunteers. And you could go there and get food. And it was just like an ad hoc concentration of people. I talk about thousand points of light all the time, but that's what it was. It was it was organizations that were coming to help. And it was just it was it was amazing to to observe. And then Evelina Schmuckler, uh, Schmuckler comes, and she has the idea to start this. She was she was a journalist, and her background had this idea to start. I think it wasn't it just an eight and a half by eleven printed. It was just a little tab, and yeah, more about information about the community, where to go pick up food supplies and all the rest. And, you know, occasionally there was a little ad in here that said this and that and the other. And uh, Evelina did a fantastic job, and I have nothing but respect and admiration for her and all that she went through for seven seven to eight long years. And even though the Pascal Library has a big structure where it's got her name and a copy of the Gazebo Gazette, the original kind, you know, put on there. So. Yeah. Well, so, gosh, you know what's so what's so inspiring about it was she was being she was driven by this by this you know this burning desire in her to 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 find a way to be able to to be able to communicate within the realm of this city of this city's town center. It eventually sort of kind of spreading out into the community as people came back to to the coast, but. Um, I, w- I just thought that it was it was really amazing, and here we are, you know, pra- you know, about to celebrate the fifteenth or celebrate. I don't know, observe. It's really the best word to say the fifteen year anniversary of Katrina, and uh, I'm having a conversation with you, and you took this this amazing passionate work that she did, and you are sharing the same sort of passion for community news that she had and you bought the Gazette and here you are. And now we're in the midst of a pandemic and in the midst of an active hurricane uh, season and you're still driven by the same sort of belief that she had that local news was critical to creating a great community. Isn't That's basically at the, at the nut of it, isn't it? Yeah, yes, sir. Mr. Matthews, I definitely appreciate that. And knowing that, you know, um, I'm I'm driven every day to try to hear out. You know, I've got uh, I've got local scanners and things as such. You know, uh, trying to follow everything uh, to follow what's happening with fire, with what's happening with cops, local news, but also then you know we have to stress the pandemic with the schools, things as such, and it's trying to get it all in one little. Well, now I've expanded the paper, at least to a broadband section, you know, just yeah. like normal. But also, too, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get more coverage for local shops, for local businesses in there, just so they can, uh, you know, uh, really put their their word on the map. And, uh, of course, uh, I'm always, I'm the old school, always surfing for advertising. But anyway, I, I know you're, you're raising your hand. So. No, no, I should, we're just getting close to the end of the segment. We'll, what we'll do is we'll just kind of pick it up there when we get on the other side. This is Hunter Dawkins, who's the president and owner of the Gazebo Gazette in Pascrishan, Long Beach area. And uh, we'll continue the conversation about the incredible dedication he has to the community when we come back from the break. Thank you. Super. 
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.